especially a beautiful large fit. <laughs> it will not fit in the bag. <laughs> Hi, you've got a doll buddy finders. I'm Greenberry. And I'm Kirsten, and we are in a hotel. Oh, yes, Hello. we are. The Hilton, to be exact. And at this time, when we're recording it, we're actually on location at DomCon, a dominatrix conference with pros and just folks that are interested in the lifestyle. So and we, go ahead. And we are learning a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. We're here to basically learn for ourselves and share what we learn with everyone who's interested in learning too. Or if you know it, maybe you're like, okay, you didn't learn it all and you'll message us and tell us what we need to know. Because we need to know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the whole reason that we even know about DomCon is because of today's guest. And today we're talking with Master Joshua. So what I thought was really cool, there's a whole bio about Master Joshua. He's done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you can't see Greenberry's finger, she's scrolling yes. like this because there's so much. And if you're listening, you shouldn't see me at all. <laughs> uh, but it is... Non-traditional sexual behaviors, counseling, and therapy, NTSB. So Master Joshua uses BDSM and therapy to help break through shame barriers. And we're going to learn all about that uh, as we go through. But what we go, since we're here at DomCon, we actually got to set in on one of his panels. And one thing I remember Joshua saying was, you bring me anyone, anyone, give me 12 minutes with them and I'll tell you their kink. So I cannot <laughs> wait to like, all right, what do you got, Master Joshua? Yeah. We gotta, maybe we can find that. <laughs> but in context, he was like, the bigger part is to have consent and go through your own thing and, and figure out your own stuff first your self-acceptance and then go down the kink path. I don't remember any of that. All I heard was that he's going to meet you and make to, to tell you what makes you kinky. And, like, and now Greenberry's like, tell me more. Here's your challenge. Yeah. Turn me into kink. I dare you. Yeah. So it's been a wild ride. This is only day two for us. And this conference goes on, I think, Wednesday to Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So we have had a tiny taste of it, and yeah, now we're getting more taste with Master Joshua. So BDSM therapy, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kirsten? Um, when I got whipped, <laughs> I had feelings run through me. Okay. And there's definitely something of putting yourself out there Yes, that you kind of have to, you realize what's scary to you. Yes. And you have a moment of why is that scary? Mm. At least I took that moment of, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to get whipped. And that's scary because what if I don't like it? Yeah. And I kind of always thought I was somebody who could take pain and that challenges who I am. How tough am I? How strong? Yeah. How much pain can I can I take? Yeah. <laughs> and it was putting trust in the stranger, which also was exciting. Yeah. But scary. 
because uh, I didn't know. But we did have a little discussion of being safe before. Yes. So it was all safe, but that still runs through your head. <laughs> and it was really fun to kind of let go and, and trust that he was going to take care of me. Yes. Yeah, it's been interesting. I've been whipped. I've been caned. Um, she has. I watched. <laughs> she put on a tail. <laughs> I did. I wore it. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain things like I'm like I'm like I never I don't think I need that in my bedroom. But um, it was interesting for me because I was I was like I don't want it to be painful. I don't want to feel the pain. Uh, I got spanked enough in my childhood. <laughs> I don't want it in my adulthood. Um, so I was glad to try it. Uh, and I was very glad because the people who were doing it are like definitely pro level. They know, they They know how to talk to you. They know how to make sure that you're like, you're very safe. So I think the thing about this conference, that's really cool. Um, we're talking a lot about the conference, (laughs) but master Joshua is part of the conference. So it all comes together. Yes. I, I think, I think the main thing about this conference that I thought was cool is that basically, uh, it's really wonderful for beginners and it's a great way that you can get involved in these things in a very safe way instead of being like cool I want to hit somebody (laughs) let's try it question for you yeah when we interviewed Kevin Allison he talked about how he got spanked and it triggered him getting spanked as a child Mm -hmm. which he did not like which, at least in that moment, he was getting spanked by an older woman. I think maybe spanking in general. His mother spanked okay. him sexually. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen to the episode. To I'm lying. Episode. Did it spark any, if you were spanked as a kid, did that I think trigger thing, anything? Or? I think to me, it was. were you never spanked? I was spanked, but <laughs> it was so, it was, it was the anticipation. It was the whole presentation. It was the whole buildup. And it was much more of the the you let me down thing then from what I remember the spanking it's the shame all intertwined the Uh, spanking I couldn't even feel it was like a little pat (laughs) and my heart was pounding so hard and I felt so horrible about shaming the family no no hitting at the bottom mental spanking oh yeah beyond um yeah to me it was definitely like I'm lining up to get into trouble and I don't like to get into trouble (laughs) so and it was fun I mean it was really fun to like to, to have this experience with people that are professionals at it and that they knew that I wasn't like, uh, that I'm not familiar with this territory and they weren't like, sorry, you don't know, get out of here. Um, no, they're very kind. Yeah. To me, it was, it was definitely, I was, how did you feel? I was definitely more like, eh. I felt so well taken care of. Yeah. That was, that was nice. And it was exciting to try something new. Yes. But to me, I did not feel like sexually aroused. I wasn't like, okay, I'm going to like be trying to get this done to me in my, my marital bed. <laughs> yeah, me, me neither. Totally don't need to revisit. Maybe. Uh, we'll see if you, she ends up with a whip. Our day is not over yet. So where we're at, there's still things that could be unfolding. But as far as Master Joshua, I, as um, with this whole conference, I felt going into his panel so far we've been to probably seven eight at this point yeah it was the most relaxing comforting calming room 
um, we are trying to divide our time and go to as many things as we can to see as much and to share as much as we can. Um, but to go into his room, we're like, we're going to be, we're just going to stay. Mm-hmm. This is a very peaceful place and so much respect and, and love was in that space. So I'm excited to talk to master Joshua, kind of see, yeah. delve into all of the uh, things that master Joshua has to offer. And diving into his calm, embracing energy. Oh, he has a great voice. I think you're going to love it. (laughs) Stay tuned. Yeah, let's talk. (laughs) Have you ever had glass in your stomach? Oh, no. Okay. I have to think about it. I like it. All right, so we're still at DomCom. And with us live on location is Master Joshua, you are still Master Joshua. Yeah, yeah, that- it's it's uh, it's more for the internet. It sounds cool. It does, it sound, does cool. sound cool. You know, at, the, at the end of the day, it's all role playing. Yeah. And it's like, especially if you're naming yourself such and such. Yes. Uh, I'm thankful that I've had recognition by the community to be called that. Yeah. Addressed that way. It's uh, but it's not something I, I don't lead with it. Yeah. Uh huh. What do you lead with? Joshua. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then yeah. later as you go on, it's kind of like uh, when you have friends and they will call you a nickname, but you have to know the person for a while before you get the nickname. Yeah, kind of sort of. Yeah. Kind of sort of. It's like I like to earn the respect. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And the honorifics come uh, by choice. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. It's not, you must call me this. <laughs> <laughs> to enter my therapeutic sessions, you must call me master. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me think of um, martial arts and having a master, the teacher. Yeah, That's the way I treat it. I've done martial arts for a number of years, and I really appreciate the discipline of the practice, of the study. And uh, I I look at the lifestyle very similarly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you can talk the talk, or or you can walk the walk. And it's like the discipline that it takes to walk the path of truth is difficult, right? And... uh, Discipline is part of that. Yeah. So it's like it's very, I, I, they're very parallel in, in my opinion, in regards to life journeys. Uh huh. And I feel like you walk the walk and you talk the talk, <laughs> and you were just a walking talking. Walking <laughs> <laughs> machine. Walking <laughs> <Yeah>. machine. <laughs> no, it's, taken, it's taken a lot of mistakes. It's taken a long time, and I still make mistakes. Uh, but it's like. It's taken a long time to admit the things to myself that I've done, that I need to change, that I haven't changed. Uh, Do you want to share any of those? So a lot of it revolves around truth. Yeah. Right? Am I saying what I really mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I hearing what a person's saying? Am I? Is it registering? Or am I pretending to know what they're saying? We earlier, actually, we were talking and, you know, we've been here since yesterday and had long days and we're a little bit tired and we would stop and one of us would be talking and then have a moment of, I'm just talking to feel, fill the space. I don't actually, I'm not even saying anything. I'm just talking because I'm tired and I'm trying to have something come out that's useful. <laughs> well, we also touched on too. We're both here, and we're both monogamous, and um, we're we are in these events, kind of observing. And when people come up to us and ask us these questions, well, you know, where are you in the lifestyle? And we say, oh, we're here for work. Okay, but what, are you a top or a bottom? And we're like, oh. 
how do we answer that? And yeah. how do we, you know, we don't want to misrepresent or disrespect or, you know, any of those things. And, and also how to say that clearly so that it's not like, oh, you know. <laughs> so you say it by, I'm new and I'm still figuring it out. Okay. Oh, I love it. There I we go. It. Right? From if, a pro. <laughs> yeah, I'm figuring it out. And it's like, it's the truth. Yes. Right? It's not, it's not misrepresented. Yes. Uh, and you'll be continuously figuring it out as life goes on. It's yes. Like the more you become aware of yourself, the more you realize you don't know everything about yourself. Yes. Uh, and then that's, that in and of itself is a, is a deep hole to go in. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about today is finding a buddy through self-acceptance and yes. finding that person, but first really finding yourself. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about it is that there's no, no one's prompted us for that journey, for that information. Mm -hmm. right? It's like oh, we're God, no. <laughs> manufactured to conformity, uh, to conform to society. Yeah. And it's like you get cut off your individuality, your artistry, right? your spirit in some degrees, and you're made to fit in a box so that you can function like everyone else. And there's so much to us as individuals um, getting to uncover those parts of ourselves is important, right? So while to find someone, you have to know who you are. Mm -hmm. Having the ability to ask these questions and present it so that people watching can hear it. and Because no one ever sat you down and said, well, beyond, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? Right. Like, We've what, heard that. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it's like... Which you, I still, I don't think we know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring it out. Question, yeah. right, so like my journey into it was uh, I wanted to help people. Okay. And so I went into the military and I was in the Marines for a few years. Then I went to law enforcement and I was doing that for about 10 years. And then I went to executive protection. I was doing that for about eight. It was around that time doing executive protection that I realized the power I had in this lifestyle okay. to help people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So, were you in the lifestyle uh, BDSM lifestyle? Is that correct? Is that? Some would say BDSM. Some would call it leather. Okay. Some what would, would you say call it? To me, it's life. Okay. Uh, because I also deviate off of. I don't function with community uh, heavily mm -hmm. because I feel it boil. It's, it's boiled down to the lowest common denominator. Okay. And. A lot of what's out there isn't a representation of who I am. However, uh, the the need to find folks who have the same beliefs and values of you, yes, right, is, that's human. It's that human, sense of yes. right? That's yes. and that's what that's what I look for. Now, I consider myself a leather person. Meaning okay, the leather community has a set of values and beliefs that hold it together that represent it. Right? Okay. Now I'm gonna go really hard off left field to make a comparison. Okay. Right? Well, you have belief systems. <laughs> you, have, you have belief systems and we'll call them Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism, right? Whatever religious, religious beliefs. beliefs okay. Right? Now, there's beliefs and practices there. Sure. Yeah. There's beliefs and practices in what we do. Yes. The difference between us and them is I accept you as who, who you are wholly, sexual identity and all. The way that these are taught, because it's, I don't believe religion as a, a practice is bad, because everyone practices it now, define it. Yeah. So spirituality is how one person treats themselves through their belief system. Am yeah. I 
being honest and loving to myself. Mm -hmm. Religion is how do I treat another living entity? Am I loving it? Am I giving it respect? Or am, I, am I respecting its life? Mm -hmm. That's all it is now. Through faith and doctrine, typically. Yes. So we take our belief system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you take your beliefs and how you engage with people is theoretically based off of this belief box that you have. Mm -hmm. How we're taught it is different. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Because the interpretation of the beliefs and practices matter. Yeah. What we try to do, what I try to do through my belief in what the meta culture is, is help people find their level of self-love and authenticity for themselves so that they can represent themselves truly and understand their value in a connection so that when it's reciprocated, they can see it, and when it's not, they can move on. Mm. I like that. That's kind of um, the whole idea of not everybody's going to like you. And that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. totally fine. Right. But they don't need to be your people. Right. And it's also important to like to know who you are. And I, I hate when they say, what are you bringing to the table? I am the table. Again, I get it. Right? <laughs> but you understand. I saw some tables at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I table. Right? And it's like, the more you know about yourself, because no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. But like we're jigsaw pieces. And the more you know of yourself, the more you'll know in those crevices of how do I fit with someone else. Oh, yeah. I love that, that uh, 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 analogy. Analogy. <laughs> you said it, and then you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea is, as you gain, gain, gain more uh, self-awareness, experience, uh, you will be able to start asking other people the right questions. Because no one ever sat us down to talk about connection. Yeah. Right? They box us, again, back to the conformity thing. They box us into fitting in like everyone else. And but, a lot of, like, don't even think about it or talk about it because that's not good. It's not good for your spiritual path to exactly. be thinking about sex. Because I was told X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that's and, what I've been told. Yeah. yeah, right? And even beyond religion, a society of, you know, like, eh, should we be, is this is it safe for the children? Any, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost like any social structure. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, you have economic, you have spiritual, religious, you have government, you have society, you have culture, politics. There's all types of things that are telling you not to. Yeah. And then on the whole other side of it is a soul yes. that's been beaten up from childhood until you're, I like to say midlife awakening, some people call it midlife crisis. Ah, I like the midlife right? awakening. That feels you much better, especially because it's right around the corner for me. <laughs> and it's like, no one sits us down and tells us everyone's lost. Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's winging it. Everyone's trying to figure it out. No one ever says that. Oh, every year that we're supposed to be adults, it's like, I'm st I still don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm supposed to be the grown-up here? Wait, yeah. I'm supposed to know? Yeah. I'm, right? I'm supposed to be the grown-up. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that, that's, like, that's like a scary awareness. Yeah. Like, oh, oh shit, who's steering the ship? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? And it kind of goes back to the, like, figuring it out. And your whole life you're figuring it out. Oh, totally. Which feels so nice because I'm like, thank God. I don't want to figure it out right now. I have a <laughs> deadline for figuring it out. Because it's always changing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's it's always changing. Yes. In the body mapping class that you, I did yesterday. Yes. Which was awesome. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, there was a, the question that we covered at the end about our bodies and our relationship with touch and sense, sensations. And it was like, it's always going to change. Yeah. It's always going to change. And it's like, we are, if you're doing the same shit you were doing five years ago, something's wrong. Yeah. 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 And like, ask yourself, why am I in the same place? 
or what is keeping you back from moving forward? Yeah, what am I afraid of? Yes. Yeah. So how would you give advice to somebody to figure themselves out? So I host an intensive. No. <laughs> this has been one big commercial. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. We, uh, we go to those a lot. We do. <laughs> um, it's tough because, like... And especially sexually. Like, how... I feel like... And we did just say you're figuring it out all the time, so you're going to constantly be changing. But what is a Maybe good little... Maybe there's, like, some mapping, mental mapping, if you have any techniques, like... Or questions to ask yourself or something. Do you have something that you're like, oh, yeah, are you feeling a little uncertain about who you are that the, doing this questioning will help or just... What's, what's intense, what's tough about this question is I would say go look at X, Y, and Z online yeah. and do the surveys. But the surveys mislead you. The surveys end up building you out into categories. This is yes. what I like. This is what I don't like. And this may be what I like. And it's like there's no real guidance through that. Yeah. Uh, what was your journey then through? you? We didn't actually kind of get into how you became involved in the leather community. Okay, okay yeah. So Ooh. that might be helpful. Yeah. I'd love yeah, to. For yeah. 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 Uh, so through that time with my work through the military and the government and trying to help people, uh, while I was doing executive protection, there was a gentleman I worked with who, uh, it was the first time I was approached. Uh, I was on my own journey. I was involved in the community hosting events. I believe I was, I don't think I started hosting events yet, but I was out there and talking and I learned heavily on the power of listening. Okay. Right, I just holding space. <laughs> and what I learned in that process is if you just listen to a person and you treat them with respect and you reciprocate vulnerability, that that's how connection happens. Mm -hmm. uh, and before I knew it, I was being able to connect with folks who had their walls up with everything. Mm -hmm. So I saw the power behind that of creating space and then helping you feel the way you need to feel in order to feel validated in your desire or existence. And I helped somebody. And it was like, wait a second. I can do this because one, I enjoy it. I enjoy putting people in tough situations. Uh, I enjoy sensuality. I enjoy physical energy exchange. Uh, but the ability to get someone to say, I feel seen and heard, and this is who I am, was extremely powerful. Nice. Uh, so I steered into professional domination that way. Okay. Uh, through that journey uh, and my own private life of dynamics and making mistakes and and readjusting, uh, I found my connection to God through it. I found my purpose. Nice. Uh, you still have that call to help, and you're using every tool that you have now. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's what it, that's what it is. It's like a mechanic isn't just a mechanic. A mechanic is a person who's lived the life and had life experiences and wisdom, who's going to be working on your car. Yes. Right. So it's like the connection you can make with the mechanic. Hey, what's up, Joe? How are you? Blah 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 blah. Having genuine connection and then allowing them to provide service for you yeah it's like that's um that's my intention is is i want you to see who i am as a whole person and i want to see you i show you i'm a whole person first 
Yes. Does Master Josh know that? Blah, blah, blah. And then we get on a Zoom call, and I'm just dressed in my pajamas. Because <laughs> I want you to see I'm just a person. Yes. Uh, and I dedicated my life to helping folks reconcile their relationship with their identity. Mm-hmm. It feels similar to me, especially being small town girl and Greenberry, I'm sure you're on board with the, it feels kind of like small town, especially the mechanic thing of like, you get to know the whole mechanic. You're not going to a mechanic. You're going to Joe, the neighbor, the if, father. somebody's grandpa the, or, yeah, or grandson or how Who's that. Rick's grandpa mm-hmm. and Jenny's brother and you know the whole person and he also gets to work on your car for you it's the same of like we get to know joshua as a full person and he gets to work on your body yeah yeah i also what i also the way i've I've steered it is i have to ask a person a question to bring them the self-awareness right so like an example of that would be tell me something you wish people knew about you Oh, mm. what do you wish people knew about you, Greenberry? <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one to answer on the fly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I like that. That digs deep. Another one is, why do I matter? Oh, yeah. S- saying to yourself, yeah. why do I matter? Why do I matter? But you also ask your client. or I have, your them, I have them fill out this. I have an intake form that them. takes like five hours to complete. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and what I'm asking them to do in that is to reflect on their life, to have some introspection, to understand who am I and what do I believe to be true about my life? And so that's basically how you're helping people find out who they are and reach self-acceptance as well. So yeah. this, you have a questionnaire for for that. But it takes five hours. It takes about five hours. So you got to be ready. <laughs> yeah. <Which> I, <laughs> honestly, if you're figuring out yourself, that seems short. This first question, I'm like, oh, geez, I got to think about it for a while. <laughs> no, but the, the cool part about it is that they're very pointed questions in order for you to understand yourself fundamentally. Yeah. To ask someone, well, what do you, why do you matter? Yeah. To yes. see if they're, if their vibration, I hate these phrases, but they matter, right? We're yeah. in LA. We it, it, can, it. it can help though. Any, any sort of verbiage, it can help, it can help make yeah. things more clear, 100%. even though they might be kind of woo-woo-y but this all goes back to the beginning too of identity and figuring out who you are and how to communicate it yeah and instead of fitting into this box that society said this is what you're probably going to be because you are a male and you are your age you will be this it's like no okay how can i communicate what do i feel i'm not that box, I'm not the one thing you think I am just because I'm a white female. What am I, middle life? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how long you're in. You could be towards the end. <laughs> I guess we'll find out at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, midlife is tall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> no wonder I was in crisis at <laughs> Our discovery. Uh, we actually talked about this in your intro, but I have already forgotten the acronym. The acronym to your therapy, non-conforming. Oh, uh, NTSB. 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 Which stands for non-traditional. Traditional. Sexual sexual behavior. Behavior. And this is part of your therapy. So, uh, I will, what I will call it is work. Okay. What the process of the reflection does is in in itself a form of therapy. Okay. For the individual asking themselves the questions and coming and speaking their truth to someone 
it's like it's almost like a form of confession. Is it one on one always? Um, or is there groups? So when I work with clients, it's one on one, or okay. if they're couples, or however that that relationship is. Okay. Um, at the intensive intensives, we do large formats. Okay. So 20, 30, 40, 50 people. Uh, and what we're doing with the intensives is we take the process that I use with my one-on-one -on -one clients and we make break it down into a more accessible in, uh, process okay. for the vanilla folks. We'll call them the non... How about the less You can experience? call us that. I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's likely how I identify. The vegan leather. The vegan leather, king curious, vanilla. And what we do is we put it into the hands of the attendees at the intensives so that they can create the space. This is for the every man. This is this for is very personal. This is for when someone like us that they become up to us and we what, what did you tell us to say? I don't know yet, I'm still exploring. I'm, I'm yeah, still yeah. exploring. That's the, that's entry level. Yeah. So yeah. anyone this is for anyone. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna I say. I can entry level. <laughs> no, but it, and it, it is because ultimately what I'm trying to do is to help people figure out who they are yes. so that they can ask for what they want. Yeah. yeah. So that is, okay, so yeah, basically next step. So say you've helped somebody figure out who they are and now how do they get a buddy? And you knowing that. you think that this, this can happen in one seminar typically? Well, yes. Okay. The, the, the awareness of lack of awareness. Okay. That's, that's the step. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the step that's one. Step. Okay, now I have a step, a clear okay, step. Well, right, because it's like we, we have, we, we, and 99 out of 100, 999 out of 1,000 times, yes. people don't know what they want. Oh. But, but they do know what they don't want. 100%. There you go. Right? That's yes. true. I know yeah. what I don't want. Yeah. That's maybe an easier one. And that's right? a much oh, yeah. easier entry point. And that's, yeah, there that's you what go. we have to do is find a language around both those sides of the perspective. Okay, yeah. okay. That's how I get dinner. Usually, it's don't. I don't want Chinese, I don't want pizza, but anything else is good. Yes. <laughs> and then once you've mentioned it, someone's like, "Oh, Chinese sounds good." I know. Damn it! I saw what I said. Why did I mention that? <laughs> I don't want to sit on your face. Well, now that sounds good. <laughs> now I said it out loud. <laughs> now it's real. <laughs> so in a in a session, it is it what. Is it what the imagination might think that you are that there is some um, sexual or intimate aspects to a therapeutic session? So with the intake form and the reflection, we'll spend and this is me personally. Yes. Not everyone operates this way. We'll spend at least six hours talking before we're in the same room together. Oh wow! Like on Zoom. On Zoom, yeah. Or a phone. Or a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you talk phone. these days? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, definitely not text. <laughs> From across the street. <laughs> and because uh, what I need to do is I need to build rapport okay. and trust with the person. Yeah. I'm going to rewind real quick. I love that you threw in there not text because <laughs> I feel like text gets mumble jumbled so Chinese. fast no matter how many emojis I put in there somebody will not pick up my sarcasm and I love sarcasm so yes I love text but I don't know that I want a therapy text <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Uh, so by the time we get our hands on they found permissions to be vulnerable they found permissions to communicate openly they can say what they want mm -hmm. uh, 
through the through the uh, the group work we're creating that experience so that they can do it themselves. Nice. So that they can speak their truth, hold space for someone else to reflect it back to them, and feel what that process is, to be vulnerable and safe. Oh, another thing. If you're beginning, go to educational spaces to learn and to observe and to make your mistakes, uh, because there you have people who will be more informed and can provide the guidance the education and the safety and the support should you need it. Because you don't want to figure this shit out on a Saturday at 2 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. I've learned so much just going to the classes here. Yes. I feel much like, more safe. Literally thinking about someone setting on your face and that it could kill. It could, like, you could suffocate somebody. So, like, you know, to me, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, that seems easy enough. Yeah, I'll yeah. just sit on their face. I know how to sit know and they know how to have a face. <laughs> Done. Of course it's that easy. <laughs> like, oh, no, you could... There's hospitals could be involved in this. Yeah, I've know, I know a few people who have died or their partners have died uh, through this journey of BDSM and love. And in just simply taking a risk, not realizing it was risky. Mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And I love that too of taking classes and doing going that route because then you can meet people. Yeah. You can yes. meet people, you can talk, you can find out more about yourself also from talking. Yes. Another thing is normalizing the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for someone who can't have a conversation about identity without making it about sex, mm. that's a flag. Love that. Can we talk about Although sex without are, trying to have sex? Our podcast is usually like, how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> it's a separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, but like, like those are signs. Can, yes. a, can a person talk to me without making it sexual? Yes. Well, and, and even in our tiny interaction, obviously, like, even at these events, everyone is at different levels. So to be able to say clearly, like, hey, yeah, we're just here to work, and they go, okay. And you go, no, no, we're just here to work. So, yeah, it, it is It is like, okay, you're a person that I don't need to, not that we we're going to be going to a room with them anyway, <laughs> but if we were, you know, you're like, okay. And, and it's just like anything, the vibes at the bar. It's yeah. the same anywhere that you anywhere that you go. That it's like, okay, yeah, there's something about this that that tells me no, and and that's a good one. That's, that's like, a very good assessment. It's yeah. like because people think coming into the kink community, they're gonna find the right one, Mister Gray, and blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's like Gray. This <laughs> community is no different than any other space. Oh yeah, yes. you have all forms of level, all forms of commitment, all forms of uh, expression and experiences. Absolutely. And it's like the only thing is. Everyone's dressed up and talking about sex. Yes. So people step into the community thinking that I'm going to be accepted and safe because everyone's curious like me. Yes. But that's not the truth. Just like anything, there is variance of it all. I mean, even never when we're looking at these panels where it's like face setting, whipping, um, playing with cattle prods, being a, you know, there's just different things. Uh, even lock and key, are you a top or a bottom? Where do you fit in? And that doesn't even. Even if you're a top and you find a bottom, it might not be for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like any any other space in the world where it's not like everyone's here like, cool, we're here to do it. And they're like, do, like you're just watching people have sex everywhere you go. Yeah. It's just like any other space yeah. where it's just like, well, this is on the table for a lot of people. And they're going to let you know if it is. Because there's like a, an expectation of awareness and safety. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can meet someone on OkCupid. And not trust them. Yep. But I can go to a fetish party and trust everybody there. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. It's yeah. Like they're both fucking equally creepy. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you non-creepy. Or risky, risky, sorry, risky. risky not well, creepy. We've, we've gone over creepy. Creepy is more so the, I just want sex. Yeah. And that's yeah. without. Just exactly what you said. Like, whenever it's like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Fuck. What? Yeah. Without what? consent, without anything, just I want to hump. Did I want to hump. Yeah. What? Lady, what? What is going on? This is not yeah. a conversation. I'd like to get to know the person a little bit more before they work on my body. <laughs> Although we did walk up to people and say, will you whip us? <laughs> <laughs> they like asked them to teach us and take care of us too. Yes, they were. Very and then nice. with us, they were. Very nice. <laughs> so it's definitely a space of you kind of live in this space, right? This is where you work and you do a lot of these conferences. This is our first. This is not your first rodeo. I've I've been coming to DomCon for about five years. Uh, I'm I'm not staff. I'm, I I volunteer. Yeah. And I volunteer out of service to the community. Yeah. Uh, because it's not easy to put this stuff together. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. Cyan is a mentor and a friend to me. Yes. Uh, and she's held space for me in tough times. And nice. I will always pay it back however I can. Awesome. Uh, but it's important not but there's no but it's important <laughs> that if you're nervous and you're afraid take however long it takes to find the courage that overcomes the fear but when you do take the step oh like, I say love yes. that and I do love that too of giving your yourself space yeah. and kind of like we were talking about earlier giving yourself space to figure out who you are and then yeah take that step get out there <laughs> it is scary i mean we're we're codependent and we definitely are like need each other to do a lot of things a lot <laughs> but it you know we met people here that they had they driven they had driven for hours they came by themselves they don't know anyone and they're like you know what my goal was to come here mm-hmm. and i'm here yeah. and that's really an incredible, an incredible step to take. Yeah. And, and it's so cool to like meet people that are doing the scary thing. And we actually got to talk to her at the end. She made friends and has numbers. And so it ended up being a super success for our girl, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great um, story with her. <laughs> story. <laughs> Great interaction. Try have hard with things. Her. <laughs> okay, I think it's like try hard things. It's scary. Everyone's scared, and then we always come away with that. Like, yes, it's scary. Everyone's scared. We're all scared here. Yeah. 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 Even if you've done it for a while, I imagine that you have some fear in any any new space. Uh, yeah. Like I don't I don't profess to know. I I know everything. Right. Uh, I make I have fears of making mistakes. Yes. And I still make mistakes. Uh, I have not making a mistake of harming someone. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, just be aware that you don't know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that we're humans. Right. Yeah. So when you do figure out yourself and you kind of figured out the other person and they kind of fit with you. That's usually in your life review after your death. <laughs> Once you got it all laid out. However yeah. long our lives are. Who knows where we are? We don't know where we're at in the timeline. This is not a death podcast. So, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, my God. For a joke any day. Exactly. Exactly. So, I guess what I'm getting at is, okay, so you you figured out yourself. And at least you're figuring out yourself. And now you've figured out somebody else through asking those right questions and finding out that you're two jigsaw pieces. <laughs> mm-hmm. You fit. You fit. You're supposed to be there. 
Yeah. And so I guess then, like, how do you continue that journey of self-acceptance within a relationship, whatever that relationship might be, polyamory or monogamous or whatever? How do you continue? Because it is a continual figuring out, finding out who you are. How do you do that with another person? So I think invest in the friendship. Mm-hmm. I think find people who make you feel safe. Think about that person who you've been able to be yourself 100% or the closest to. Let that be the threshold for yeah. connection. Uh, listen to your body. Pay attention to the red flags. Because your body's your best friend. It's with you the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And um, when you say, like, body red flags? Like if your stomach is off or the person ah. makes you feel uneasy or something doesn't feel right. Like, listen to yourself. Yeah. What is the difference between, because we already experienced it with the whipping, mm-hmm. <laughs> where there's anticipation and you are kind of clenching everything and you are, there are butterflies, at least in my stomach, when I'm about to get whipped, like butterflies in my stomach, I'm clenching and like, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then there's the pleasant release of like, oh, that was fine. I yeah. I got whipped and it felt good (laughs) and I feel great what is the difference between that anticipation feeling and versus the this is red flag feeling trust Mm. right like vulnerability ultimately you have to ask yourself does this person has have they earned access to my time body and resources I love that right it's like have they proven themselves to be in support of who I am and accepting of me yeah Right? Does the person help me feel good, or do they help me feel like there's something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And it's like very, and it's always simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. To to be able to reflect on it and say, invest in your invest into your connections. If they start off as friendships, cool. If they if, and that's the hard part about this is we want to find someone we deem attractive. Well, ask yourself, what's attractive? Right. Mm-hmm. Beyond physical, what's important in this person? Exactly. Right, because now you you, you can have sex. It'll be great. It'll be a great three minutes. What are we doing for the other twenty three hours? Oh, right? that's the other thing. We're like, gosh dang, are people having more sex than we are? Like, what do you think? <laughs> are people doing it all the time around here? Because we're like, geez, are our, is our sex life dry? Because <laughs> I'm like, we're, we're like, you know, sexually takes up about how, how long? Seven minutes a week, maybe? <laughs> That's all I got time for. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, because ultimately, when you find someone you can trust, yeah, you will talk about who you are. And when you share, and they reciprocate it back, and you're not about, it's not about what can you give me, it's about this is who I am, do you accept me? And when you find that chemistry back and forth of acceptance, it's like, for me, it's like, what do you want to fuck? <laughs> but it's like, before that, it's, do you want to explore together? And I love this too. What I'm pulling from what you're saying as well with the anticipation being different than the red flag is if it hurts you, you can turn around and be like, that hurt. And the person you trust stop. and you yes. you built that, yeah, they'll stop and they aren't like, oh, you big baby. Correct. Unless that's what you like. 100%. 100%. And that is the difference, is you trust that you can speak up and say your truth and they'll respect it. Yes. Versus 
you're not sure if I'm you not speak sure. up and that might be a bad thing and then you're in this place where you're like oh god I don't want to be here anymore get me out yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I feel bad about myself and I can't speak up and speak my truth and you know that right on the head that is exactly it. Yeah. you want to avoid those connections you want to avoid those feelings like if the person and there's differences between mistakes and miscommunication and then intention yeah. right being honest with yourself if the person's not willing to talk through conflict right that's an issue yeah <laughs> i would say so that's a huge <laughs> it's like let someone earn your submission by building trust let someone earn your dominance by consistency oh Right. Do we have a t-shirt with that? We need to make a t-shirt with that. <laughs> I think that's great. That sums it up right there. Like, uh, the, the joy in DS or... Yeah. That's what it's called, right? I think, I think she leads on like she doesn't know. I think, she, I think they know. <laughs> what are you talking about? I know, about? I know a lot more than they're telling you. I know Dom. What? <laughs> Shut up and give me respect. Yeah, she's she's, she's got a fantasy sit. to be like, <laughs> a fitness dominatrix. That's right. I've actually been sitting on a man this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams do come true. <laughs> uh, so are you down to talk to us a little bit about your personal life? Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. So how does this work affect your personal relationships? Do you have a steady relationship? So I'm in a polyamorous relationship. Okay. Uh, I have a few, quite a few partners. Okay. Uh, but the profession doesn't engage with it because I don't, the level of intimacy that I have with my clients isn't sexual. Okay. Right. Uh, meaning I don't have sex with them. Okay. Do I do things of sexual nature to them? Absolutely. Are there orgasms? For them, yes. Yes. Always? No, 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 okay. absolutely not. That's okay. uh, A lot of the time what I do is uh, test of endurance. And okay. what I mean by that is we do impact flogging, like really varying levels of, of percussion on the body. Okay. And what I want to do with that is I want them to either find the space to let go and cry and be angry mm-hmm. and shake it all out of their body. Okay. Or to build them up slowly so that I can show them how far they can go and to show how strong they are. Okay. Uh, when it gets to the more intimate things like fisting and sounding, uh, to me that's about vulnerability. All right. So, and you said fisting and fisting sounding? Fisting and, and sounding. So yeah, fisting sounding. is when I yeah. put my hand into someone's orifice, generally the butt or the vagina. Okay. It could be, could be mouth. If they have a big enough mouth. Wow. My mouth would yeah, not fit, fit I'm especially if you have a beautiful large fit. <laughs> it will not fit in the mouth. That's a juicy fit. <laughs> um, and that, that's like a vulnerability. That's like a desire that a person has to admit that is one whole journey in and of itself. Oh, that your fist won't fit in my mouth? No, Wait, no. Where are we? Sorry, where are we? What's happening? <laughs> you have to pay me on service. Why does my chair keep moving? Stop it. And it's, it's like the vulnerability of communicating, the vulnerability of actually laying there while I open you up. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I yes. It. Literal. Figurative <laughs> and literal. Literal uh, therapeutic yeah. opening. <laughs> Just talking about it, I feel vulnerable. And you feel open? Ooh, <laughs> very I, open. I heard something open down. 
And in my personal life, I switch. I like the bottom. I like to receive just as much as I like how I much to give. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. My personal life is a lot more sexual in BDSM than like my professional life. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, because Shock, the difference is... Shocking and stuff like that? Like Sexual? Uh, no, like, do you, like, do BDSM? Do you do, like, the shocking? And I do, the, I do. I uh, do electro. I do rope. I do impact. I do knife. I do fear. Oh, wow. Like, I really like, depending on where the person wants to go and how they want to feel emotionally or mentally, that's the... Uh, You're down for the ride. That's I, that's what helps me learn how to curate what they're looking to experience. That's awesome. And you use that to, basically, as a form of therapy with your He's clients. talking about outside of his relationship. Oh, we're back in relationship. No, no, Are we in a relationship or out of the relationship? That was, that was actually professional. Oh, okay. And what I do with that, the therapeutic... And therapy element comes, one, the therapy comes in the conversation right. of them seeing that they're validated and affirmed and they're not guilty. Right. The therapy, the therapeutic element happens in the play. Like for some people who suffer from chronic pain, uh, bottom, so that they can not feel the pain. Okay. They'll feel a different okay. sensation. Yeah. But it helps them move away, away from that. Yeah. Uh, there was a woman who was dying of cancer once who asked me to help her feel beautiful one more time. And oh it's like, gosh. if that's not fucking therapy or therapeutic, right? Wow. right? It's like, how is that experience for you? That is the, an incredible ask. The level of responsibility behind that is scary. Yeah. Because what if I disappoint? Absolutely. And on the other side of it, it's like I was able to do that. Uh, oh, I believed that. you from the beginning. <laughs> no, I'm like, you got it. I feel beautiful, and he doesn't touch me with a fist or anything. Just words, and those words feel good. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like that's that's what I get to do on the professional side. On the personal side, I have to do what I'm for myself, what I'm asking of my clients, mm -hmm. and that's okay. about communicating openly and effectively with the people in my life. All right. And unlearning habits and moving past the the idea of omission being okay, because mm, right? yes. it's not necessarily lying, right? But if I don't say something, it's right? a lot. It's a lot. Right? Yeah. So it's like really coming to understand the importance and the significance of truth in its entirety yeah. simply because i'm asking my clients to do it and they're showing me how their life is it's leaps and bounds so it's like that's the power of this uh, and that's that's the evidence that i have is i get to see what i get to see my own life of the consistency but i also get to see it reflected in there yeah, yeah, so the student does teach the teacher. At all the time. Yeah. All, the time. That, all right? the time. Where do you get training for this? Mine came, and well, mentorship is hugely important for folks that okay. are curious about going down this road. Mentorship meaning finding someone who has experience and wisdom in the general direction you want to go yeah. that does not want to have sex with you. <laughs> oh, there's a little caveat. <laughs> not want to have sex with you. There was a whole podcast about um, psychedelics and therapy and basically how it can be abused. So, I went to Korean psychedelics a couple weeks ago. So that is honestly like, it, it, it might sound like a funny thing to say, but it is, it, it can be abused. Anything can be abused. So it's a very good well, this, point. This to too, be like, because like, if you have someone who brushes up on all the knowledge and they sound like they know what they're talking about, yeah. they can sell anyone on anything who's new to it because it sounds right. Yeah. And that's a whole power dynamic, and that's why there's a whole issue about bosses sleeping with their subordinates, mm -hmm. which is a whole thing, which <laughs> is an, also a kink. But uh, 
because it, people, in, can, people can and abuse will abuse it. power and in, in going back to that instinctual situation like if you want to fuck this person that is not your mentor that yeah. is somebody that you want to sleep with and maybe That's you can different. learn a little bit from but that will not be a good uh mentor mentory situation yeah. Yeah. having it be both there's a whole lot of responsibility <laughs> that goes behind that you gotta, cut, you gotta draw a line yeah, <laughs> but I also like what you were saying when I was asking you, like, what do you do? And you're talking about your knife play and everything. We actually did a panel on that today about the bag, um, bag of toys, the, the tools. It's the it's the person who's using them. Yeah, and it's the situation. And you are finding with your partner, and you have partners, um, what they need and what they want, and that will control the scene, which I've heard seen a lot um, here. I, I think I have a general understanding of what that means, but can you break down what scene means? So the word scene, essentially, what it means is there's a negotiated uh, energy or power exchange within a time frame. And okay. this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to play. Okay. All right. Cool. I, I was like, I know it, I know it but, but I, yeah. I don't know it. So have I'm not said, <laughs> so yeah. Same with Munch yesterday. Yeah. Jay told me Munch. Yeah. <laughs> Totally not what I expected. <laughs> not quite what I was thinking. I thought there was and maybe... it, and it is. And it yeah. is. It is and, and it's not. <laughs> You'll have to listen to that episode if you want to find out what munch is. The secret of the munch. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I think for this, I think we're getting close to the end of this, but do you have a bonus in mind? I have um, a bonus in mind. I have one more question okay, for this and then we can do a bonus. Okay. Quick question, maybe. Uh, <laughs> we right never. We we love just talking and listening. So yesterday in your class, you said something about basically give give a oh, give that you was my bonus. Oh, did you? Okay, let's save it. Let's save it. We're gonna talk about turning someone kink or finding their kink within twelve minutes. I think oh, oh that if I had five minutes, I could get that. Five, not even 12. <laughs> but you're going to have to listen to the bonus if you want that information. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening and watching if you're watching. We are so grateful for anyone who's liking, loving, and listening. And we definitely are so grateful for, to you for your time, Master Joshua. This is so cool. It was wonderful to meet you and to learn so much from you yes thank you i definitely learned more about myself <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, us, uh, me too <laughs> uh, i really appreciate it and I, I really if you folks enjoyed and got the tingles in your belly like i did give them five reviews follow subscribe listen to what they have to say they are phenomenal phenomenal oh, people thank you i really enjoyed the conversation thank, thank you. you so much thank you oh, we'll love that <laughs> and if you want to find out more about master joshua please check out the show notes we're going to have more in there about him and about what we talked about today yes. and stay tuned for next week we'll have a bonus with him oh, yes. which we kind of teased earlier yeah and then after we that love to tease. you're gonna have to Tune in to see what we got for you. <laughs> yes. Come back for more. We always bring it, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye.